0: Yo. Streaming from South Africa to the, to the world This is the Stonks Go Moon Podcast What just happened? We break it down so you don't have to Welcome everyone to the Stonks Go Moon Podcast My guest today is Raza Khan is the Customer Marketing Manager for Virgin Media and O2 Welcome back to the pod I didn't fuck up the intro
1: there
0: we go how are you sir i'm great Rocco.
1: how do you think
0: thank you for hitting the call on 99 to join me today um i want to talk about greenwashing um and you said you have some strong opinions uh, on greenwashing, particularly in finance and then particularly in fashion right let's hear them what are those thoughts
1: so, firstly, ESG and greenwashing—it's—it's it's an interesting space because it's a space that's got a lot of media spotlight on it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, James Acaster, who you might know, uh, yes. he's the one who uh, was going to burn—was it ten grand uh, yeah. for David Beckham going to Qatar? Um, he did a great segment on it about how the likes of like Primark, how the likes of uh, uh, ASOS. For example, uh, they're labeling their their words recycled, eco, low impact, sustainable. Um, one of the issues with this is, apart from recycled, eco, low impact and sustainable are such vague definitions yeah you can you can literally put them on absolutely anything. We could put this on the on the, on the SEM podcast rocker. Yeah, This is eco. I'm using my laptop in eco mode. It's low impact. It's, what, 15 minutes?
0: And, and what you don't know is that the whole thing is hosted on the blockchain. So, <laughs> so, it's, so it's super eco. Um, <laughs> the fashion industry is somewhere the, the, the generates a revenue of one trillion, the most coming from China. And this is where the yeah. problem comes when you start, Talking about that amount of money, it's like maybe we should have started and explained what greenwashing is before we delved into it. But basically, greenwashing, uh, and my understanding, it's if you make claims about your product that are untrue to sort of uh, attract investors or customers and make your brand look more appealing or eco friendly than it in actual reality is that's my understanding exactly
1: Exactly. and i think to to expand the definition slightly it's also exactly that so expanding definition so for example um i mentioned recycled Mm -hmm. a lot of brands are using recycled and recyclable interchangeably so recyclable um great i've got my t-shirt i don't want to wear it anymore uh give it back to, whether it's the organisation themselves, whether I take it down the recycling plant, it can be utilised for something else in the future. 72% of uh, fast fashion has the term recycled and recycled clothes are not recyclable. So recycled clothes are clothes which have been put through the ringer, they've been made into a new bit of wear, but these organizations aren't exactly forthcoming, um, in terms of the difference between the ED versus the ABLE, and it makes all the difference. If I'm gonna, if I'm dedicating, uh, a portion of my moral fiber, if you like, to <laughs> being sustainable, to being eco eco friendly, being low impact, um, the difference between those two letters make yeah. are, are absolutely massive, um. And it's also the fact that a lot of these uh, organizations, because what we have to look at in these organizations is the supply chain. Yes. And because the supply chain for a lot of this fast fashion, as you mentioned, is China, it's Bangladesh, it's India, it's Pakistan, a lot of this supply chain, um, we don't really, as in Joe Public, does not yes. know too much about whereas the organizations themselves they know that they might not be the most eco-friendly but what they do know is what they can control from their third party supplier uh, once they've got everything from their third party suppliers is that right everything in this little box is eco-friendly our practices are eco-friendly that doesn't really matter when you're using a supplier who's three times their emissions limit or they're using a supplier who uh, also looking at ESG looking at the social um, and the G which is I can't really remember what the G is
0: uh, what is the G in ESG I can't remember now i laughing at you uh, it's the moment
1: of social <laughs>
0: because the thing is that People, it's this whole nonsense of offsetting carbon credits, right? So exactly, Yeah. So I can I can like offset. If I'm I have a factory in Pakistan, I can yeah. offset my credits by sponsoring a little uh, garden uh, or forest. Sorry, in Suffolk, uh, for yeah. a million pounds. If anyone wants to offset some garden, I've. Ah, oh, sorry, sorry, I fucked up that joke. If someone wants to <laughs> offset some credit. I've got a shrub yeah. in my backyard. Just call yeah. me. It's nonsense. Yeah. It's 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 semantics, and that's exactly. th- this is the problem now that we're going to need re- regulation. But I'm sort of afraid that you know, just like the food industry where we have this these terms, um, fat-free and low-fat, and all that nonsense that. We still got people checking. The, no, but that's the thing. We've got people. You, you've just highlighted something that I didn't even think about. Recycle and recycled. It's it's semantics. It's it's wordplay. Yeah. And at the end of the day, where is the change going to come from? If it's got this uh-huh. eco um, uh, implications and it's got fun, and these guys are making a shit ton of money out of it, yeah. uh, then legislation isn't really going to help it's going to have to be the consumer right we're going to have to say okay i need yeah. to be more conscious conscious of where i purchase and what i purchase mm.
1: exactly that and i, I really like the uh, the food because that works so well here because mm. if you look at the, if you look at the brands which are the most um eco-friendly for example so like for example, as a sort of massive, massive push, Nike are doing a huge push, Adidas the same. Um, but what you see is they're doing a huge push in being as eco as possible from their supply chain, from literally the conception of the idea yes. of this piece of clothing to the very end product where someone's wearing it. Yes. What's happening here is that they have to put their prices up. In a similar way, if you look at food, it's all fair and good saying, so, you know, people need to eat healthier, they need to know what they're putting in, a body, in their bodies. But if a salad costs £6, £7, £8, and you're trying to feed a family, you're obviously just going to go from a rustler's that's made of three parts horse and one part sponge. Right. Like, what else? <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same with fast fashion. If, if there's a, especially in the UK, where, where prices are increasing like year on year, year on year, day by day, and yes. we're getting uh, more and more prime ministers uh, <laughs> every single month, um, you're not going to be able to like dress your family up, dress yourself up in something that is environmentally conscious, but also on a budget. Yeah. So it's where that balance comes from. I think that's where we're a bit too far gone with ESG and greenwashing. Yes. Yes. It's so deeply entrenched in the way that fashion the fashion world works yes that you're you're too far gone and you have to think look this is where this is where we're looking at this is where we've come from but where where does that end if yes. you're fixing fast fa- fashion that's gonna impact uh the electronics industry because similarly <laughs> they're all made in the likes of china pakistan india that's gonna impact uh, way, uh sulfur and the nuts and bolts of that are actually constructed because it, it, there's just a domino effect that yeah i think a lot of organizations are looking at on a superficial level on a in in, in order to one appeal to the more conscious yeah. um generation that we currently have but on the other hand it's where does it end it, it's 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 I I think it's a non-starter, Percy. That might just be the sceptic in me.
0: Well, Um, I'll tell you what. There's some big financial institutions that are already coming out and saying we need to take a step back from ESG because we just can't leave... Um, you know stuff like big oil and big petrochemicals um, out of it yeah. would be unfair to our investors and stuff like that so we've gone yeah. far to the other side maybe that we're coming a bit to the middle again we'll see let's shift gears a bit let's talk about um, you, you, we talked about the consumer and consumer trends and one thing that's very hot at the moment it's pop culture and pop culture driving yeah. fashion trends and fashion equals money and companies and gdp and all that stuff um i don't know if you've watched the netflix series wednesday at all of course yeah yeah it's all over um it's just it came up on my tiktok feed and then i showed my wife and she benched watched uh, the season, I think, in two to three days. I don't know how she did uh, in Between, yeah, in between. <laughs>
1: Shout <it>. out,
0: <laughs> I have no idea, but it, apparently, it's very addictive. Addicting. Yeah. Uh, they've made it very addicting, but also, um, it's pop culture has picked up on things like, um, what the lead character is wearing, what makeup, what like hairstyle. Yeah. All those things feed into the economy because I saw, like, um, I don't and I can't recall what makeup brand it was, but they sold out of the one type of eyeliner or or lip liner or whatever it was in a matter of days. And it's, it's like, wow, this is really interesting because yeah. brands spend a lot of money on advertising, and here is something that I don't think is. I don't think it was created like Netflix created it because how would Netflix you know make money off of the secondary items and uh, that's being sold but I think through TikTok it became this phenomenon because the music that's used in TikTok isn't even in the um, in in the show show, yeah because my wife kept asking me where's the because I showed her the clip of the dancing, I'm not going to do the. Uh, everyone knows what 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 the dance is, uh, but <laughs> yeah, what the, everyone knows what the dance is, and she said, "But that music isn't in there." And I'm like, "Ooh, that's interesting." So TikTok took something that's completely separate and made it their own, and and it it, it took on a life of itself. It's fascinating That's what happens with TikTok. TikTok is. Do you remember Vine? Yes, 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 yes. I'm an ex-Vine coach. Sorry, my Twitter bio oh, says yeah, ex-Vine. Like- no, I'm
1: joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I was like, oh my god. So, so you were uh, contributing to when they went bankrupt, <laughs> Uh But no, Vine was amazing, and Vine was a similar, similar thing where it wasn't it wasn't any one thing so like, it it wasn't as commercialized as TikTok um, in that it was the meme that was funny. Vine was like Reddit and I can have cheeseburger. I had a baby with YouTube Um, and Vine got spit out. And then TikTok (sighs) came along. (laughs) Yeah. TikTok came along and, the things that just fly, I mean, credit to their algorithm, the fact that it doesn't block anyone out because of, like, followers, likes, whatever, it is literally just what is what people are watching at any one time, fair play TikTok. And it's the only, I believe, it's the only social media that has that functionality now. And you use Wednesday as an example. So Wednesday, the clothes went viral on TikTok, People, I can absolutely guarantee October 31st, um, twenty twenty-three, there's gonna be a fifty percent uptick in Wednesday Adams. Um just it's it's I don't know if Netflix and credit to Netflix's uh costume department. I mean, Dharma, I know they were saying don't go out and dress as Dharma, but again, that captured the public imagination because it was so distinct. Um, people yes. don't want to dress like them but there's occasional when to go out similarly if you look at um, Emily in Paris, again TikTok trends going into the billions of views now collectively of people going to Paris dressed yes. as the characters yes. from Emily in Paris and you can see that in the actual uh, organisation so a lot of um, I don't even know what companies are making the clothes in Emily in Paris but Zara have got s- uh, similar clothes uh, Um uh, and then of course you get your your budget ones which are your boohoos and your asoss and your pretty little things putting out um similar clothing just without the label and i think that's where the the combination comes from tiktok everyone i know is from tiktok literally from like my 7 year old little cousins to my 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 dad watches tiktok um and it it transcends class as well Similarly, mm. that's what fashion does. Have you seen... Um, slight tangent, but it's going to loop around, I promise. <laughs> Have you seen uh, Devil Wears Prada? Yes. So you know that um, yes, yes, scene yes. where Anne Hathaway's character goes in and she's like, is this a cerulean belt or is this a whatever other blue it is? And uh, Meryl Streep just, you know, dresses her down for um, claiming that it's not important and goes through where it goes from the highest fashion accolades all the way down to the, what was it, bargain bargain basement at Target. Uh That's literally what you're seeing with TikTok and fashion right now. You'll see, you can get a Gucci leather belt that you saw in Emily in Paris, and then you can get the exact same thing from fast fashion ASOS, and go to Paris and live your white girl wasted dreams. And honestly, that's the power of TikTok and two the the combining powers of of fashion at the moment
0: I really didn't think that you were going to be able to bring that one around I was I was like yeah. okay how is he gonna do this but you got me I I you got me there in the yeah, end yeah. that's all that matters um talking about you know going from the spectrum from going upper class and 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 um and sort of middle class and lower class there's a new type of class and it's called the digital class right and it's something that i think me and you or anyone over the age of i want to be careful here but i want to say 25 doesn't get it's spending money on digital avatars or skins or yeah. If someone uses the words "fidgetal" one more time, I'm going to commit not suicide, <laughs> I'm going to commit murder because it's the worst. Oh, there we go. I hate <laughs> that word. It's like worse than moist. Fidgetal. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's, not, it's but it's <laughs> what <laughs> I'm trying to say is, five. yeah, it's physical and virtual. Uh, it's, it's like, okay, it doesn't work. <laughs> but, but, um, It's it's a it's becoming a multi million or if not billion dollar industry in itself.
1: Yeah. It is and right, so I'm I'm twenty five. So I'm gonna I'm gonna count myself on the back end that that understands it.
0: It's touch and go. It's touch and go. It's touch
1: and go. But the reason I understand it is because I'm a nerd and I love video games. Um, so I first became acquainted with this um with skins in gaming. Yeah. So you're playing through a game, it was Jack and Daxter 2, I remember it, Clara's day. Um, you got like a hundred eggs or whatever, and then you can unlock a new skin in the game. Yeah. That blew my mind. Um, and essentially from that little moment is where you've got this entire digital fashion world. So, if you look at Spider-Man, for example, if you look at um, like so, Spider-Man um for the Amazing Spider-Man Two game, yes, um, there are rumors that they're teaming up with um, quite a few fashion houses in order to create fashion house branded Spider-Man suits for the game, which wow. is absolutely insane. I mean, it it just it just shows how in the zeitgeist Marvel currently is, that they've got the ability to do that. But separately, um, what I absolutely love is the is the, the section. So fashion is really the only true functional art. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. very, very, very personal. So you've got your fashion says, I've got mine. Um, Anna Wintour would hate us both, but that's by the boy. Um <laughs> but what we've got with fashion is that we're moving out of this era of supermodels yes as soon as we moved into social especially the likes of instagram tiktok vine um snap we're moving into the phase where absolutely anyone can be a supermodel you've got your you've got your phone you've got your camera it does not matter about your body type it does not matter about your personality if you've got a camera you've got a face click it done and as we've been, and this has just been accelerated by the mm. likes of Fortnite, the likes of Roblox, where Balenciaga—let's uh, whisper their name from here on in—but um, <laughs> um, 2018, admittedly, to give them some credit—they did a fantastic thing by going to Roblox um, and uh, doing a fashion show in Roblox. I don't, please don't quote me on this. <laughs> it's because
0: they wanted access to the children.
1: Sorry. Oh god, I didn't even think that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Outstanding move. <laughs> that, that, that <laughs> oh okay. good. They, oh <laughs> they did a campaign um where it was a fashion show within uh, within Roblox. Uh, they've done the same with Fortnite, um, as in not Balenciaga. I believe that's been like LV. Um, and as we're moving more into the space where, from a telecoms angle, yeah, um, where five G is all the more capable. Five G essentially came. It was what launched in the UK twenty nine, twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. Okay. Yeah, it essentially came for. It essentially came four years too early. Unlike 4G, where the use cases were there and built by the time that it launched, 5G yes. just came and everyone everyone just panicked and was like, oh, well, it's faster. Um, yeah, and there yeah, were yeah. no use cases to actually justify that. As we're moving into this VR and this AR space,
0: mm-hmm.
1: especially in fashion, this is what you're going to see. So BT and EE are doing some incredible work um, at their, uh, I think you'd call it a studio, but they've essentially got like a, uh, a, a setup um, where they're testing a bunch of next gen AR and VR capabilities. And part of this is in fashion, where instead of going to a store and you having to pick out your clothes and wear them like a mug, instead, what you can do is select, uh, it scans your body, you pop on your AR glasses, look in the mirror, and you can wear the clothes that you're going to be looking to wear and see how they actually fit. And that's a consumer example. If you want to go to the high fashion example, Mm -hmm. if you see what Rihanna's doing with her Fenty line, she is bringing in, I mean, they're world-class in terms of bringing in people who would otherwise go unrepresented. But I really do believe that in the next five years, we're going to get a Fenty line. No one's going to be watching this. The people who are watching are going to be part of the show. It's going to be a VR fashion show. Whatever is in that Fenty line is going to be able to be AR or VR projected onto your own body. And you can be part of that show. And that is where all of this fashion and the developments in digital have been leading to a convergence. And being able to see it now in the likes of Fortnite, in the likes of Roblox, in the likes of even Minecraft. Minecraft had a, I think it was an Armani, um, an Armani, uh, what's it called? Um, Runway walk um, in Minecraft. But it's Gucci or it's it it was was Gucci or um, yeah, Yeah.
0: Gucci or Armani. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, one of those. Um, But everything in fashion is put into a more digital. Uh, Slash personal experience everything in the digital world is uh pointing more towards convenience and now enhancing the personal experience so there's just that natural overlap um that i'm really excited to see
0: in the next five to ten years i think i said a couple of weeks ago that at the end of the day we'll just be walking digital avatars oh yeah because if I look at all this tech lens AI and you know churning out and generative AI churning out everything it just makes sense that that's where we're going we are fed Mm. up of you know it's breaking down these stereotypical like like what you look like what I look like body shaming whatever and then it's like creating a different personality for yourself and representing your, choosing how you represent yourself, I guess. And yeah. I guess with the technologies that are coming, like you say, VR and AR, that's a logical way that we're going with fashion.
1: Yeah, definitely. And it's it's really interesting what you uh, mentioned about, like almost rebooting your personality. You're like yes. fixing bits in your personality that more align with who you are. <clears throat> Sorry, COVID. Um, but uh, that aligned more with who you are. And it's something gamers have experienced for yes. years now. And the fact that the rest of the world is catching up, um, it's its really exciting.
0: Raza, thank you so much. <laughs> Before you die of COVID, thank you so much for joining me today. It's always a pleasure. I love chatting to you. If the listeners want to find out what it is that you do and um what like where where can they connect with you
1: get at me on linkedin and then if you want to be even more surprised there's instagram but uh (laughs) linkedin for the professional way
0: (laughs) i will put the links in the comments thank you so much for joining us to our listeners peace love and prosperity and we'll catch you in the next one cheers i went out dude that's balenciaga (laughs)